welcome to The Magic in the Messy. I'm Jo Hodson and you're listening to Permission, a series of deep dive conversations exploring what it means to truly give ourselves permission to live life on our own terms. I hope these conversations resonate with you too. Thank you so much for being here. Today's Permission podcast is featuring Anne Skinner. Hey, welcome to my set of interviews around the theme of self-permission. This is something I've been looking to do for quite some time, been putting off for quite some time. And this is the first of what will hopefully be quite a lengthy series. Um, The topic of self-permission is one that came up through my previous research, because I'm writing a book at the minute, as many of you listening may or may not know. Um, And originally the topic was around creativity. And it still is to an extent, but what I realized in the, the sort of first round of interviews, and I think I interviewed about, say, 25 people, very quickly two key patterns emerged. One being the fact we need to create space on a physical and mental level for creativity. And the second being that we need to give ourselves permission to be creative. And it was that theme that really struck a chord with me, mainly because I know that's what I struggle with. And so for quite a few months, my, the progress of my book kind of flatlined because I got overwhelmed by the whole idea of what it means to give ourselves permission. And then more recently, I got re-inspired to sort of continue the writing process. And as part of that, I wanted to, yeah, like re get going with the interview series again. But this time, instead of it being around the broad topic of creativity, I want it to be around the topic of what it means to give ourselves permission. So um, I reached out to a number of people who immediately came to mind. And today for number one in my series of interviews, I have Anne Skinner, who actually I interviewed previously. But those interviews didn't go out into the world because they were purely for book research. And this, this time it is research, but it's also something I want to share with the world because I feel it's so relevant. And actually the... The conversations, the rawness of the conversations and what comes through, those little little kind of moments in between that aren't always captured when when we edit ourselves. I think one of the, the things that came up in our previous conversation was we edit ourselves away. And I want this to be an experience to really explore what an, an unedited conversation in the world looks like. And I want everyone to kind of get in on that. So on that note, I am going to introduce Anne, and Anne to me is someone who's been in my world for quite some time now, like I don't know how many years, but a number of years, whose journey, a little bit like mine, has evolved quite significantly, whose doodles I absolutely adore, Um, and just in terms of, yeah, the creative presence and how, how, how she shows up in the world just constantly inspires me. Um, And with that quite vague and hopefully curious introduction, I'm going to hand over to Anne to speak herself into the room. (laughs) And then we will kind of go free flow into this conversation around self-permission. So welcome. Welcome to this interview. Thank you, (laughs) Jo. It's always so fascinating to hear somebody else introduce you from their perspective, isn't it? And uh, and it was just lovely to hear you describe me in such a way. And for it to resonate so deeply within me as well, to, you know, to allow myself permission for all of that to be true. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yes, uh, I've, I've made a huge, yeah, huge sort of internal and external change uh, since I first met you a number of years ago. Um, and I think, I think what's really happened since we've met, and maybe this is for both of us, that we were both pretty in our head with things. <laughs> And that slowly we've moved with our work and our being more into our heart, which is now why I'm called the heart worker. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, also to remind me to stay there every time I'm out of it again. Um, but yes, so th yeah, thank you for those words. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed this. Well, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm curious as to when I, when I sent you the message to say, look, I'm running this interview series, this is, this is the theme. And it's around this idea of self-permission. What, if anything, what was your reaction? It, you know, what did, what did that trigger for you? Mm. Uh, well, first of all, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I know you, Joe, and, and because uh, both, you know, we're so on, on one line on, on, on a number <laughs> of things, because we're two completely different people, but both were driven by this sense of, of, of uh, lots of things, lots of things, lots of things. Um, and don't be restricted. I even wrote a post about that today. Please don't restrict me because I just, that triggers something in me mm -hmm. that um, it's like I'm not allowed to do things. And that is the worst thing for me. I actually wrote about it. I have an innate fear of being buried alive in a coffin. Wow. And so the moment the word the restriction comes into being or into my being into my space I just completely <gasps> have that so mm -hmm. self-permission for me is really important I have to be able to self-express mm -hmm. and if I can't there's a little part of me that actually dies it's like my heart can't express itself and it kind of like shrivels in that way so but I think over the years I've had to I feel I've had to fight a lot, perhaps fight a lot with myself, to be quite honest, um, to open up and to, to permit myself to be and show more of who I am. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what came through for me, I think, or at least that's what's coming through for me now. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. It's, it's funny as well, because obviously this is, this is like the sort of second time we've spoken. Yeah. Um, when was that? That must have been. That must have been like a year ago, because it was a year. It was a year. It was in January of last year mm. that the book the book landed in my head, and it was in. It was around about. I haven't. I haven't checked. It's around about the March April time. I think I was. I was having these conversations, so it must have been over a year ago that we mm. that we spoke, and and there was so much good stuff coming up then, <laughs> and I wonder. I guess what has what has kind of shifted and what has what yeah what is this path of giving self permission like you know the word restriction I, I resonate I resonate with mm -hmm. and and it's interesting as well because as you were saying that the word that was coming into my head and the same feeling that I had was when I give my when I say the word structure in my mind I have this mm -hmm. real like push pull I need structure like part of me yeah. craves it but as soon as I have it I'm like <gasps> I feel like I've been put in a box. Like it feels restrictive. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's interesting that, that I had the same reaction as you were, when you were talking about restriction. Mm. And I, I, that may or may not have to sort of timed this conversation around self-permission, but I, I just, yeah, like what, what is it about like 
feeling restricted what what is what is that and, and is that something we sort of create for ourselves in in terms of that's our reaction to an environment that may or may not in it in, in itself be restrictive it's, it's our reaction to it ultimately so like what's going on there like <laughs> fascinating well, I, I think there's a huge amount going on there that's this is this is a subject this is why you've chosen this subject because there's so much that we can discover about it um partly i think what really is coming up for me as you just reflected back to me uh, is i wanted to i want to give myself permission to be rubbish really mm. And to make the bad mistakes, because uh, I mean that's kind of where you find yourself. I think because this 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 whole restrictive thing, and somebody saying that to me was part of a discussion around me having to or wanting to decide a really important decision for me, which financially would just uh, put a little bit of pressure on me. And what happens around us is that people like to keep you safe. Mm. Um, so through that, it's, it's, it comes often from a loving place. But, oh, shouldn't you, you know, are you sure you should do that? You know, all of that. And by just saying those things, you are restricting the other person emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a very, I mean, because you and I have both worked as a coach, so, you know, you can spot that now. You can spot it inside yourself so you can catch that. But you still have the same feelings. And I felt that really strongly. So I think this is to do with, please, don't restrict me from making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Please, let me just let me just be a mess. Please, just let me just express myself in this moment. Please, let me just make this decision, which perhaps compared to what is going on in your life, might be crazy. But in my life, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So please let me just do that without you uh, doubting me. Because mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a humanness about wanting to help and wanting to fix. So, yeah. you know, when it's messy, it's mm. not always comfortable. And being the observer of someone's mess oh, is yeah. not always comfortable. And so right. the, the natural thing is to want to make it better yes that is restriction (laughs) you know you you can't you can't let it run its course you know if it's being sort of helped (laughs) right right yeah and and this this is absolutely true isn't it um and I know that all of that is only a reflection of what's going on inside of me I know that right so uh, the question I always have to ask back so if this is showing up for me where am I restricting myself right now mm. right well, what's going on for me where I am where am I doing this to somebody else very likely I am where am I stri- restricting somebody else um, and so this is also to permit yourself to 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 do that and fail and and, and be annoying to somebody else, uh, but to to own up to it, you know, to to see it and to own up to it is is another thing. Yeah. But above all, is yeah, I just really get a sense today. This is just today that oh, please allow me the space to be rubbish. You know, mm-hmm. allow me the space to 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 feel forward mm-hmm. and actually to do that gracefully as well. Mm-hmm. All of that. Mm. And to allow me, allow me to succeed, mm. allow me to do that as well. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that fail forward, did you say? Yeah. I love that, fail forward. Yeah. I love that. I could just, I haven't, I don't know, I haven't heard that as a phrase. And I was like, oh, that really jumped out at me. And I, I love that because it's such a contradiction. Because when, when I think yeah. of failing, I think of, 
like falling backwards or something. You know, the, the vision that comes to mind is a kind of a, a backwards slump or whatever. But actually, like failing forward is like, whoa, hang on, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I interviewed somebody who actually wrote a book called The Art of... Um the art of the graceful art of failing forward i think it's called I it. oh i'm so sorry to who wrote it i've forgotten their name <laughs> uh, terrible terrible um, <laughs> and unfortunately I, I didn't get a chance to to read the book but i that just that title because mm. it was part of something else that title uh really resonated with me because I feel that is, that's just a graceful way to live, isn't it? Yeah. We feel all the time and just to accept that that's part of living is really, really important. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, yeah, that's just life, you know, all the time. And that, those are the moments where you actually allow yourself to grow, isn't it? That yeah. If you allow those things to come into your life, you, you, your growth will, will even go deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I like about the whole file forward like yeah the phrase is that it not just be, that it's a contradiction but there's there's in those two words there is there is self-permission because there is exactly that because they because they don't really go together mm. and also is that I feel like embodied within that somehow there's that whole it's not either or it's and you can be both you know you right. can fail but you can move forwards and mm. You know, it's like, well, you either fail or you either progress. Well, actually, no, you're holding both in that phrase. And I think, I don't know, just something really resonates with me about that. Mm. It just feels a very, a very permission-giving phrase. And it, and it's, it is crazy mm. how just flipping words around sometimes in a sentence, you know, sh- just mm. shuffling things around really subtly can be so significant in terms of the, the way in which it can shift permission. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The words have have the ability to destroy and create and yeah. to 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 bring awareness to that is a very powerful thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. for me, uh the change of one word changed changed my life, right? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever shared that with you, but it um of course it's in you know, I share that story in the book that we both appear in, the threshold mm. stories. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah one word changed my life so words have very very have a lot of power yeah do you want to share do you want to like do you want to go there let's go there yeah absolutely no problem at all um and and we'll find out in what way actually this actually this i, I already know it has a lot to do with with p- permission uh, and, and permission to self um because if you look at my life i have done a lot of things i have done a lot of things i i mean i'm still doing a lot of things um but i did a lot of things without feeling fulfilled without you know i did that for a bit and it was really good fun and lots of adventures and, and a huge amount of experiences um but i was always thinking after two and a half years hmm huh, what next what shall I do next was, was always the, the question I had. Mm-hmm. And I never knew the answer to it. I could never answer. And, and it wasn't from a, oh, I don't know, exciting. It was always like, oh, I'm really frustrated. I'm frustrated yeah. because I was looking for this thing, you know, the thing that would make me more fulfilled, the thing that I'm meant to do on this earth, all of that. Um, and I just couldn't find an answer to that question. And I got to a stage where I was really not not happy in my life, um, and I ended up in a conflict at work, and that went all just 
just completely blew out of proportion. And I ended up leaving there under a cloud. And I just could not believe that that could happen to me, me, you know, the nice person mm -hmm. who always trying to keep the peace. I mean, how is that possible? Um, so it gave me a lot of reflection afterwards. And uh, I'm really, really, I feel really grateful because I have a, a resilient spirit, I think. So I, I sat on the on the couch, and of course there was some blame and anger, but mostly uh, it was actually pointed at myself, um, and and from a place of hey, you really need to look at what's going on here. And then one day, uh, my husband and I went sailing, and it was an absolute stunner of a day. And I got to that stage where I was moving away from all the drama and moving into a new space of, right, I'm, I'm ready for something new. And here came the question, so well, what am I going to do next? Mm. And I knew in that moment that that question was, had never served me, mm. and not in, that, not in that context anyway. Um, and I just had a divine moment of inspiration and I moved from the word do to the word be. Mm. And I asked myself, what do I want to be next? Yeah, yeah. And there was just an instant, instant moment of, you know, like mm. from above came this really clear answer. And the answer was, I want to be wise. <laughs> And it was, to anybody else, this might be the most ridiculous answer, like, like what you're going to do with that. But for me, that moment is exactly, I knew exactly this. This was so true for me. Mm -hmm. And then I could ask, so what do you need to do to become wise? Mm. And guess what? My next job became. <laughs> I became a trainer and coach. <laughs> because I had a lot of experience and wisdom already, but that was kind of, that's, that's how that started. Mm. And, and uh, wisdom is forever the one thing, I'm not aiming for it, but it is my becoming, you know. I'm always becoming wise, sir. <laughs> and the wiser I am, the, wise, the, the more I know, the more I know I don't know, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share that with you that's as well. In my workshop, the whole thing of like, it can get quite overwhelming because the more you realize, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. <laughs> it's great. Right. And this has a lot to do with permission. So that means this, this is where I'm embracing this graceful failing forward because we are not here to know it all. We're here to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, and as yeah. they say, you learn when you're when you have success for sure, but the, the deeper learns are when you're failing. And yeah. like anybody else, I would prefer to have success all the way because it's just more comfortable and better for my ego. Yeah. <laughs> but for my spirit, the failing is a lot better because I learn. Yeah. Uh, and as a result, I can, yeah, I, I, I'm easier now with permitting myself to fail, even though my ego will still go, it's really <laughs> I really like it. As you were speaking, um, one of the things that came came up to me in terms of the whole self permission thing is that the the fact that in a very doing centered culture, you are able mm. to to shift things to honor the fact you honor the honor the being. You know, I mean, right. that's that's a huge amount of permission to yes. to put being over doing, and then Excellent. and then and then bringing doing back in to serve the being. But this that, is exactly there's a massive permission there because we live in such a doing center, you know, being able to say, look, here's what I've achieved today. Kind of like, here's the physical. That was the biggest problem 
I, that I did find and probably still do find in that, what have I got to show? You know, what is it that you're buying for me? What is it that I've achieved today? What is it that I, what physical thing have I got to say, oh yes, I've done this with my day today or my life or my, you know, um, this is it. but it's because everything's so doing centered. So anything that, that sort of is triggering us to step away from that is like scary risky and you know there's so much permission just to shift from doing into being and and there's still a dance between the two it's not like we're totally shunning doing but oh gosh no no (laughs) no (laughs) a little bit you know just shift the balance a little bit I mean why is that so crazy difficult why is there so much because oh I'll tell you why because it's very uncomfortable and there's and there's a number of reasons for it, but it's very uncomfortable. And it is when we're doing, we're not always connected to our heart either. Mm. Um, when we're being, yeah. uh, we have to be in our body, in our heart. And it's actually very uncomfortable because yeah. then we're noticing the pain. Mm. And uh, we don't like the feeling of the pain. We mm. don't like that. So we jump out of ourselves and we do something mm. to run away from the pain. Mm. <laughs> um, this is why we don't like to be. Yeah. yeah. It's. it's, it's um, just to sit and be, how hard is that for us, right? Yeah. Even even the likes of us who spend a lot of time learning about it, uh, even for us it is. But just to be okay with that and to mit- permit yourself to be rubbish with that yeah. is part of that process. Yeah. And I suppose all wrap, wrapped up in being is, is, and because it's a more heart-centered process, there's mm. a lot more risk from, you know, outside influences that, that you know, people's opinions maybe matter more as much as you know it'd be nice to think okay well I hear you but you know you do take things on things do matter things do make a difference do make an impact you you know we're human we don't not even just kind of like not water products back all the time so well well, I'll share I'll I'll say something about that if I may Um, they matter if they matter to you yeah right Somebody yeah. can say something to you and you think, well, what of a dog's back because it doesn't matter to you. But if they say something about something that matters to you and you haven't got complete healing about it, it will yeah. trigger something. Yeah. Um, and that's why, that's why those words, so they, they are still a reflection of what's in yeah. you. That's true. That's true. And typically, you know, when you start the process of being, you know, spending more time mm. in that space, typically you know it isn't fully healed you're not you're not you know there are still kind of you know gaps and insecurities and like oh I'm you know not quite sure how I am with this you know it's the whole process of becoming so therefore there is a lot more opportunity to for things to to impact you right Um, and it's it's allowing yourself permission to 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 risk that like and, Mm. and to know that those challenges come up and they're all kind of at times feel as though they you know the kind of the rugs being pulled from under you but that's all that's okay and that's that's kind of what you've almost signed up for to an extent <laughs> yes it is it is and you don't have to you know you can um you, you can do whatever you want with your life I think that's the other thing in permission you know you don't you don't have to spend time worrying about your being and just yeah. you can just go and, and, and concentrate on your doing to achieve your having mm-hmm. that's entirely up to you it's a different kind of life though yeah. and it's not that I like to sign up to because I'm not always sure if it's adding to this world that we're living to in a positive mm. way. Um, and I know I'm sharing a judgment there. 
Um, but because that's been my experience. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You talked about um, that, you know, the, the the difference one word makes, you know, in the story mm. that you the contributed mm. to thresholds. Uh, have there been any other particular kind of, I don't know, like aha moments or or particular sort of moments in time that have kind of shifted you forward in some way, like that 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 sort of yeah, that that people listening or the purposes of my book research that you know would really. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I just wonder if there's anything else that really comes to mind of being significant. Yeah, well, that brings me to the other book, really, which is which is the book that I wrote, The Art of Contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've made a huge shift with how I think about contribution and helping. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that, was there a specific moment? Now, there is one moment that comes to mind um, because there were so many in my mm-hmm. research on that subject, as you well know. Yeah. Um, but there's the one that uh, has to do with helping others, and that comes back to what we were talking about, you know, restriction right at the beginning mm-hmm. of this conversation. Um, we want to keep others safe, and we want to make sure that everybody else is all right, so we spend a lot of time helping others. And um, this notion of help, I'm a helper, it was definitely part of me, and I still notice myself doing that. Um, to yeah, to make a difference doesn't necessarily mean that you should spend your time and your life helping others. Actually, you probably could make the biggest impact by first helping yourself. Mm. Uh, and by that, I mean, um, again, spend time on your being. <laughs> you know, who am I being? That, that might be the best way to help others, uh, to strengthen your being. Yeah. yeah. So it all links together what we we're just talking about. Um, Mm. yeah and sometimes that means that you actually have to allow help uh, right now I'm actually in a space where I'm, I'm there and um and it's a really hard thing you find that when you're a helper by nature that the chances are you're very 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 you find it very difficult to accept help uh, mm. that is that's been part of my research and when I noticed that I was like wow okay um this has a lot to do with control. Mm. Yeah, and that's that was the big aha for me. Oh, my gosh, when I looked at that. And when I say this in my, my, my talks, I haven't done one for a while, but I know that there's some people in the audience go, no, that doesn't, that's not true at all. Mm. I know because I trigger people with that because they think that it's nothing to do with control. Mm. It is and it isn't. Well, you'll have to make up for yourself what that means, but when you do not allow help from outside uh, when you need it, okay, that's then there is uh, somewhere you don't uh, want to be vulnerable and mm-hmm. that has everything to do with control and vulnerability, of course, has everything to do with permission and self-permission, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of this ties in together. Yeah, so my my learn with that was not being able to ask for help but everything to do with me wanting at some level to control something in me and not being comfortable with being vulnerable. Mm. It's interesting because we've, me. we've got mm. this far in the conversation. I think that's the first time the V word, <laughs> the vulnerable word. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's like, <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, I think that's the first time why everybody's used that word. 
<laughs> the um, V word. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was that. So that's like, whoa, hang on, that that was interesting to me because so many mm. of the conversations I have internally and externally mm. sort of revolve around our willingness to be vulnerable, and I think mm. that's a big part. But the other thing that was interesting when you were talking about, um, you know, help on the helper, you know, that this whole mm. idea when when we are kind of that way inclined is that boundaries. There's a there's a I I know one of my own sort of weak areas is is setting boundaries and and, and standing mm. by my own boundaries, recognizing maybe where there needs to be a boundary, and retrospectively I'm like, ah, oh, okay. And then, so I wonder if that I wonder if there's anything in there that you can speak to because I know for me, like you know, I'm I'm still in the thick of okay, well, what does it mean to set boundaries mm. to make sure I'm I'm helping myself first, even mm. when that might not necessarily be understood by other parties. You know, that, that's, that's, that's quite, I find that quite tricky. Mm. Um, and I yes. wonder how that's shown up for you and how you've navigated that. Or maybe, maybe I don't know, yeah, maybe it has. I'm still navigating it. <laughs> I, think, I think this is a lifelong learning for, for the helpers among us. <laughs> um, I'm still navigating it. I'm noticing it. For example, my, my learning is how to ask for help gracefully. Mm. Um, how to say no gracefully yes. to offer of help mm. also, right? Um, how to say no. I'm um, actually, um, h- how to say no to people who are asking for my help as well. Mm. Um, there's, there's boundaries have a lot to do with being very clear on what it is you want. That is it. I'm not necessarily spending time on working on my boundaries. Mm -hmm. I'm creating awareness on what happens when I'm being asked or asking or, you know, when I'm feeling some ickiness around that. Where I put my focus, however, is on what is it I need. Yeah. So much one. Yeah, it's both. What do I want and what do I need? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really important for me. That's where I spend time. So, yeah, it always goes back to, I may have shared this before with you, but the the three keys that really guide my life right now is to be present, to be curious, to be kind. Because the three keys, what they do is they help me to connect what is really important in life. Mm. And when I know what's really essential to me in life, then it's much easier for me to say no. Mm. Because... Um, I'm on a straight path. Of course, <laughs> I'm not clear all the time, <laughs> but in the moments when I am really clear, it's actually very simple. So do you think clarity then is, is a kind of precursor to allowing us permission? Like the clearer we are, yes. the, the, the easier it is to give us permission because there's, we, we have an yes. understanding of why, you know, why why we're, why we're leading that, why we're asking that of ourselves. Right. Um, mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's, it's, a, it's a leverage, isn't it? To me, it's about committing to yourself and committing to something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're really in touch with that, that big yeah. why, then it goes beyond you and therefore you will have more mm-hmm. courage also to, mm-hmm. to give yourself permission. Yeah, um, it's a big one. Because it, it, it's about you, but it actually goes beyond you. It's a really... Yeah like paradoxical isn't it i mean everything in this conversation will be paradoxical there's, all, <laughs> yeah. there, there's a there's two-sidedness to it yeah 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 yeah, cl- yeah clarity and again that's a word that i don't think has come up much in this conversation yet surprisingly so because 
clarity seems to underpin so much. Mm. And I know I'm that, you know, it's, it's probably similar to you, you know, so many things, so many opportunities, like, you know, I'm all the time like, this is not really going to come across an audio, but like so many things kind of in the air. Like, oh, I could do that. I could do a shiny thing over here. And right. <laughs> sometimes I have a sense of how it all sits together. Yeah. Well, actually, I say sometimes, most of the time, I probably have a sense of how it all sits together. But having the clarity to articulate, okay, what does this look like? What is my mission? What, how do all these pieces interlock and, and you know, come together? Yeah. That's taken a long time. And so, you know, mm-hmm. when I struggled in that kind of like, ah, funny space of like, well, how do all these parts that seem very important to me, how do they all, all, all align up and all sit together? And until, right. I, until that kind of fell into place, it was, it was much more difficult to give myself permission. You know, I needed that clarity to understand, mm. okay, well, how was that showing up in the world? It wasn't just me faffing around just doing creative bits and pieces, which I suppose to, to some level felt more selfish because I, I just wasn't sure what, what its purpose was. You know, without the clarity, I didn't have a sense of purpose in the same way, I suppose. And mm. I'm just kind of thinking out loud, but definitely the that definitely mm-hmm. was part of the process in terms of giving myself permission. Yeah. Um, well, that's a big one, isn't it? Is give yourself permission to give yourself space to, to work it out, which is yeah. the graceful uh, you know, path of falling forward, yeah, yeah. failing forward. Um, yeah, massively. Uh, I, I had that. I feel in some ways I'm still in there. I mean, I share helping you on your way and, and I'll be very clear that I'm, I'm on my way, you know, to somewhere, you know, to somewhere. I don't know where it's going yet. You know, it's all still a surprise to me, (laughs) but there is something holding it all together now. Whereas before, like with you, it was lots of different pieces. And I was always like, I'm so frustrated. I've got all these pieces for a whole long time. I was going, I've got all these pieces. I've got all these pieces. I just don't want, I just don't know how they fit together. And I think actually I'm I'm missing a piece. Then I got, oh, I've got all the pieces now. Yeah, I've got all the pieces. But blimey, how do they fit together? I'm trying this one. I'm trying that piece. No, that doesn't fit there. And then, oh gosh, suddenly click, 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 click. They all they all fit into place. Yeah. And then you get to that final one, you go, yeah, that fits. I can make it fit. But you know what? It's not totally fitting yet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so it's like that. And then suddenly you just throw all the pieces in the air, you're ready for a new puzzle. I think I don't know. I don't that's just what's coming to me. When you're living a creative life. Yeah. 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 And and the other thing that, that, that popped up as you were speaking, I, I can't remember if it was something you said or just the thought I just randomly entered my head at that point, but there's this idea that, and I think it's a bit of a universal idea, but it's definitely something that's in my mind, is that anything we do should should have a like have a purpose. You know, it's like it's like doing something just for the pure joy of doing something. I find that's harder to give us permission. You know, just have fun. Mm. It's like a hang fun without it le- leaning like leading to something more or leading to something mm. that will benefit something or somebody. Just doing something for the pure sake of doing that thing right that's quite a a, a, t- a tough one and that mm. can I mean that can sharpen our in our hobbies and passions but I think also it it's bigger than that it, it you know it's much bigger than this. it's almost as if we don't have an obvious reason as to why the other people would understand that mm. makes it hard to give us permission you know doing yes. something just for the sake of doing something right is is a tough one but actually self-care in terms of you know 
kind of topping herself back up. It's necessary, but yet it's it's hard. Yeah, it's, I think that's a hard space to give ourselves permission. Um, I, yeah, I, I agree, and I think that... Um, it comes back to the doing I, thing again, doesn't it? Yes, it, it, it genuinely is, I think. Um, I used to, um, you know, talk a lot about purpose and um, teach about purpose and train, you know, coach on purpose. Um, in fact, my tagline was living on purpose. <laughs> you know, contribution is the thing, you know, the art of contribution is what I wrote about, which is all about purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made it, like you say, you, you make you make it a really big thing and then yeah, it becomes yeah. unattainable. And actually, so I've done the 360 in, no, that's not, you've done a 180 in that rather, or maybe it is a 360, that it is it's a big thing, but actually the big thing can be something really tiny. Yeah, and just be. Uh, what's the purpose in that moment? What well, the purpose is self care in that moment? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the? Yeah, it, it doesn't always have to be for the big purpose that that is beyond us. In fact, it always will be because any self care act act of self care will be an act of uh, living your purpose. There is yeah. no doubt in my mind. Yeah, that's the case. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I recognize it. Yeah, and it feels selfish. I've had yeah. to I had to look up the word selfish once, um, because we've made it a really bad word. Yeah, yeah. Um, lazy and selfish. You know, those were two words that were trigger words for me. Yeah, yeah. What did and, what did it say? What did what did the word selfish say? Well, it wasn't actually that negative at all. It's doing things for yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um that's you know ultimately is i think we can be self-centered and that's a different thing altogether but Mm, that's uh, interesting yeah 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 it's interesting isn't it how many words that have Mm. reality like in the truest sense of what they are there isn't a negative you know connotation but it's been created and then that creates Bound, like distance, mm. disconnect, and that, that creates then restriction and heaviness. And trying to get to where you want to be, like so, giving yourself permission. Mm. Probably you're going to have to navigate one of those words that's mm. got this all this unnecessary and unjustified like baggage around it. Like so, <laughs> you know, we have to be selfish. And like, oh my god. But that's- right. Well, this is it. You you, you oh. often go, oh no, because, and then you then you talk about a whole load of things why you want to say no. Right? You can't just yeah. say no because you feel you have to justify and defend yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Real- yeah. That's funny actually because I was thinking. When was it? It was a little while back. I remember recording a. Sometimes when I've got a thought in my mind and I'm trying to process it, I record audios on my phone. It's like a getting mm. out of my head and into my body kind of tool. Um, yes, I do that. <laughs> and one of the things I remember coming up for me was this idea that um, in order to say yes to the 10 out of 10s that really light us up, we have right. to start saying no to the 5 out of 10s. And the reason mm-hmm. I felt it was hard to say no to these 5 out of 10s because it's like, unless I had a real reason for saying no, like I couldn't, I couldn't just say no because I wasn't feeling it. I had to have a real mm-hmm. reason to justify saying the no, but we don't. But for some reason in my mind, I'm like, well, I have to be able to justify. So even even little things like if I've been like as an example, 
maybe that's not such a good example. But like yesterday, I had I had two invites to go out for two events in the evening. But I'd only mm. just come back from holiday. I knew I just needed the downtime. I just knew I needed some time to just to just sit with myself. I knew I had some stuff going on today, and I just needed to sit with that. But that in itself, you know, I found it hard to give myself permission for that. But you know, I, I, should, I had to sort of think, well. I had to try and come up with other reasons that meant it wasn't practical for me to do the thing or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, why right. am I feeling that? Particularly as the people would have totally understood. And mm. I think in the end, I did actually find a space where I was able to just say, look, I'm just, I'm just, it's just not what I need right now. I just need to give myself some time. But I still found it quite hard to, to mm. be honest and say, I just need some time for myself. Right. The, the, you know, the, there was a massive part of me that was saying, oh, we should think of a reason as to, oh, you've got to take your mum to the station so you wouldn't leave, leave enough time. And I was like, don't just create kind of... Stories. Stories <laughs> to try and make the other person feel better so that they understand. It's really right. interesting. And that, I think that links into this idea of, you know, we say yes to so many things because we haven't got enough of a reason to say no. Right. But the problem with that, other than the fact, you know, the whole self-permission thing, is that we are yeah like an opportunity for a real 10 out of 10 like this is amazing such an alignment whatever but if we said yes to too many like half-hearted five out of ten things there's mm. no space for the other stuff and it comes back to the spacing again which is interesting because that was the other pattern mm. that came out of the other research and yeah yeah like I, I we just we've got to start being okay even if it's not comfortable it doesn't have to be yeah right we're right not feeling as though we need to justify a no because mm. but that needs practice though because you like yeah. you said you said it and now you've practiced it you know for the whatever time and you get a response back and usually the response is perfectly good yeah. and so you get confidence and 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 therefore the next time you'll have more courage to say no again yeah, um, yeah. so it does take practice to yeah. it, it's a process isn't it? it it just doesn't go like oh now i know and now i you know now i know i can say no without explaining it you'll have still those internal triggers uh, that, that yeah. you know that's just a, a neurological pathway that you've yeah. practiced for many years yeah. <laughs> you well, have to build a new one I think like self-permission as, a, as an entire is in, in its entirety is a practice and a process yeah. and something that because there are so many ways in which we kind of almost unknowingly or, or subconsciously um we yeah we don't give ourselves permission therefore you know there's so much sort of practice and awareness maybe maybe that's better you know we have the awareness and we've practiced it like okay I know how that feels now but it yeah it does require a little bit of leaning into the discomfort until it becomes a a sort of a natural way of of being because we spent so long not giving ourselves permission in certain areas that really matter yeah Um, you know, and that just being one of them, saying saying yes to too many half-hearted things is just one example of where we don't give ourselves permission. Um, a hundred different examples of that. Yeah, um, and sometimes you just have to to try things to even work out what that um, yeah. five, the ten, ten is for you, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't know yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you have to give yeah. yourself permission just to go out and try things as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I wrote, I, wrote, I wrote a few bits of, well, a tiny few bullet points down just before we started speaking. And I'm just scanning across to see if there's anything that jumps out at me that, because we've covered so much. Mm. Um, oh, that was an interesting one. A question I wrote down was, um, 
what kind of what advice or what would you say to someone a friend who was struggling with with giving themselves permission and which is super broad because it's probably something specifically that you know that they're struggling with but um from a you know from people listening or for the purpose of readers of, of my book ultimately like is there a start point or something that you feel like if you just kind of like get a toe under that that would give great bit of leverage in terms of beginning to access what it means to give yourself permission is or something that's had you know a small step that's had the most significant impact I don't know if there's anything that comes up for you around that Mm. do do you know the simplest thing that just comes comes up for me is I love you (laughs) that's it (laughs) that's that's it really (laughs) that's beautiful (laughs) yeah 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 like self-permission self-love love you know love in its in its broadest sense it kind of everything else drops away I guess in, to an extent when when you when you occupy that space when you really occupy that space not just from a analytical in your head but really occupy that space um I mean that's a whole other whole other thing in itself you know when we understand things from a kind of a uh, an intellectual standpoint it's like yeah and no, I get what you're saying but when we actually really drop down I'm like ah oh, I get it now and I feel like so much of what self-permission about is is about is dropping down from the intellectual understanding of what it means to give us permission and actually sitting with it and like ah which which I guess intuitively in my mind probably comes back to again doing and being like doing you kind of get it you know I'm doing something that to give myself permission but it, it but are you really being it are you really embodying it do you really get it at that kind of like almost semi level mm. um, and I feel like that the whole I love you expression is is the ultimate being mm. in that space. Yeah, because there's no words needed in that space. Yeah. In our heart space, there's no words needed. Self-permission, there's no words needed. You know, the, the ultimate mm. act of self-permission, I don't think, has words, really. Mm. Which is why it's so hard to talk about it, because, <laughs> um, but we do that because that's our way. Mm-hmm. Mm. beautiful I feel like to me that feels like a really lovely place to kind of wrap things up is there anything else that feels present for you to sort of want to throw in on the topic as as we're kind of still rolling or no no I think I think you're right (laughs) it's been it's been um it's been lovely to yeah, to reconnect again, like, you know, another year and a bit down on this process, you know, we've both evolved and my thought process around the books evolved. Mm. And, and the beauty is I know it still has yet to evolve and I don't quite know what the end result will be. Um, but I know it's changing me in the process. And from a selfish yeah. point of view, using that word in its, in its purest form, I know I need to write the book for myself. And I know that in doing so, so many other people can be served. I'm trusting the process. Other people be, will be served. But ultimately, this, this book is for me because I'm on that journey. Yeah. You know, like uh, leaning into the icky, ickiness. Um, and I'm trusting that there are other people also navigating that. You know, we're all there on this journey, ultimately. And self-permission is such a huge part of that. It is. It so is. Thank you so much for sharing your voice. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for this beautiful conversation and allowing me to express it. Um, 
ah, and uh, yeah. to show up. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And it's going to give me some food for thought myself. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's the beauty of it. I, lo- I love just seeing where, where stuff yeah. goes, you know, like I had no idea where this would go or yeah, I had no idea where it would take us other than a sense of what direction, just from a sense of knowing you and having spoken to you and how we both are in the world. Um, yeah. And then now it's like, okay, I need to, I need to put this out so other people can kind of, kind of get in on what we've been talking about. And, and that's going to be another level of like, of, of showing up and of vulnerability and of, uh, yeah, like giving myself permission to, to, to put this out into the world because it's very easy to have like a, you know, a, a private conversation. It, it takes it to a different yeah. level when other people are invited into that space. So yeah. the V word comes to mind again. <laughs> yeah, <the> v word. <laughs> <laughs> well, hereby you have my permission to put my voice out in the world alongside yours <laughs> <laughs> thank you I really appreciate that and I'm so I'm so happy to have had you on as my as my first guest <laughs> oh, I feel so so honored thank you cool <laughs> <sighs> oh, and there we are yeah if there's anything else I'll add things to the show notes and as it as in when it goes out which hopefully will be fairly soon but yeah thank you so so much cool mm. oh, and, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you again at some point soon. But yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. See you. Bye. Bye. To learn more about me and my work, come hang out with me on Instagram at Joe Hodson, or get in touch with me on hello at IamJoeHodson.com. Until next time, keep leaning in to the magic in the messy.